Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha, and we're going to have a great show today. We have four guests, and it'll be a lot of fun, as always. But um, I think I'm going to let them introduce themselves, so um, then we can just go on and talk about a lot of different things, because there's so many things to talk about now, and we're all still home. A lot of us are still home, and the kids are the most important thing right at this point right now. So I think today's show, after you're done listening, you will see how many how important it is for all the kids to um, have an education, but how will we do that now? So we're going to talk about some of those things now. And uh, so I think I'll, uh, we'll talk about maybe who's coming out. Uh, I guess tomorrow, Bennett Pomerantz has, no, Thursday, Bennett Pomerantz has a show, and uh, he's been having shows constantly. Sarah Steele will be on, and she's an attorney. They'll be talking about, I think, COVID and some of the things that have been happening. And, um, we got a lot of shows coming on. I'm having more another children's show in September, and I cannot believe it's even August now. I mean, I just remember March, and then now it's like August. <laughs> I think we're uh, really moving fast in this year. So um, I'm going to let Rich start, and uh, all of these people we're going to are very, you know, they have books, they've been around, they know a lot of different things. So this show will be about inspiration and how to get the word out there for people to try to cope. Rich? Hi, Rich. I, I, I'd like Mandy to go first and talk about her uh, her books and what she's been doing. Okay. Mandy? Okay. Well, well thank you, Rich. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how my show goes. Right. <laughs> 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 he's, he's a light type of man. When I know the guests, <laughs> when I know the guests, they know they can do whatever they like. My show. <laughs> okay. And Rich Andy. is one of my favorites. So um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I am Mandy Lee, and I'm the owner and publisher of Two Girls in a Reading Corner. Um, and it offers a wide variety of books, uh, genres. We have picture books on up to inspirational books. We have um, an inspirational book, which one of our guests, uh, or one of Marsha's guests, uh, Steve Warren, has written. Um, Conversations from the Porch. You will absolutely love it. It's an inspirational story full of humor, encouragement, and life lessons. I'll let him talk more about that. But um, I'm also an ESL teacher, um, which is English as a second language. Um, So I get to get up and work from home. 
uh, in the wee but early you hours say, of the morning. You get up? Don't you get up really early? Yes. Saw you. <laughs> yes, you're really early. So, what time is it if you're up? Well, um, these hours, um, which I will, during the fall hours, it will actually be 3.50 in the morning, but or, uh, oh. right now it's 4.50 in the morning until 8. So I teach five classes. I saw that. <laughs> Um, yes, five wow. classes Amazing. in the morning, and mm. then I do my uh, publishing business. Um, uh, I also have taught um, creative writing classes for middle grade and uh, elementary, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, these kids, I did it virtual. I did the summer session, and they want me to continue with them, and I'm also going to uh, do that um, throughout school. Um but I That's have good. had a, a parent contact me and want me to actually add it as part of her daughter's curriculum. They are doing homeschooling, wow. and that just, you know, spoke to my That's heart great. because that meant a lot to me. Um, you know, it was an impact. I felt that, you know, I was able to make to that uh, specific child and their parent. Um, and in this world, this day and age, I feel that, you know, positivity and inspiration goes a long way. I mean, children, you know, they are resilient, but they are resilient only if the parents and caregivers can, you know, they can feed off of what you provide for them. You have to give them the positivity, the encouragement, and everything. So when they can feed off of that, you can... And, you know, raise your child right. You can raise, you know, these young readers. If you don't have any children, you know, whoever your audience is, uh, the, the children that I teach, the ESL children, um, I still call them my children as well. And they are across the world. I get to see these smiling faces. I get to see these smiling faces months ago when they, their schools were shut down when they were in crisis and I was their bright, shining smile. And in turn, mm-hmm. they put a smile in my heart. So, you know, it helped me help them. And that's what also helped me be able to, um, you know, teach my children to be positive from the situation uh, that came over several months later but I was trying to prepare my family in that aspect, you know, emotionally, um, physically, you know, keep your immune, uh, immune system up, um, vitamins, nutrition, you know, whatever you feed your body and your mind is what you're going to get out of it, you know. Um, exercise. I, th- I think that's um, really important. I think that is a good thing. I, th- I probably should have a show like that because I really think that during all of this, Sometimes people, nutritionally, they're probably eating not exactly right, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we need immune system coming on here, you know, for Absolutely. people a better immune system. We've got a long yeah. way to go here with this. Yeah. All right. So Steve, as long as she mentioned you first, here we go. So you, okay. um, your book is about encouragement and you know life lessons. So I think at this time we need that. So talk a little bit about. Well, first I want to say thank you, Marcia, for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. On my heart, and thank you, Demandy, for letting my book get out there. Um, my name is Steve oh. Warren, and I grew up a very sensitive young boy. And in the '60s, that wasn't popular. 
So I would say that I was the cornerstone that most builders rejected. But, but, God worked with me, and he, and I became a very positive person because I had to be. And I felt an urge to be positive in my entire life. And I was a mailman for 35 years, and I kept hearing in the back of my head, if you will, you've got to get these stories out. And there were story, there are stories about my life as a mailman, but my, also my life stories. And my message is for anybody out there that you can overcome whatever adversity you have if yeah. you believe. Yeah. And you have to believe in yourself. And you have to, be, you have to find a positive place. And um, yeah. I get up early in the morning. I go to the gym. I'm 64 years old, but I work out four to five days a week. I believe in energy. I think that we are creatures of energy. And each one of us has a story in us, and our stories. I would, assu- I would assume you met a lot of people being a mailman. I mean, you know. I've met people. I, oh, my gosh. I was on a journey you wouldn't believe. I've been to the highest places, and I've delivered mail to the bottom places. And I've found mm-hmm. in every place there is a heart beating that needs yeah. um, a positive outlook. And I was taught a lot of lessons. We're teachers and we're students in life. And my book is just that. It's stories um, of my experiences and my life Yeah, I think that's, you know, and I think that's really inspirational. So, uh, Donald, you also have a book that is just out and you're a first-time author, and your book is actually about accepting differences. So do you want to talk a little, say about a little bit how you got into this? Sure, yeah. Um, uh, first off, you know, my name is Donald Lloyd. Uh, like you said, I'm first-time author with all of this, and mine was kind of a, a story of necessity as opposed to, uh, I, I don't want to say calling, but, yeah, I was recently you know, unemployed in January, and, you know, finally my wife said, you know what, you've been talking so long about doing a book, why don't you do something like that? And so mm-hmm. I started to think about, well, I've been talking for years about basing it on my kids and that's kind of where it came from was just watching like the, you know, these wonderful folks have been saying about, you know, life lessons that you're learning and the, the growth that you see in them and how you affect that growth. And that's one of the many things that I, I tried to put into this was that, you know, nowadays inclusion is a big thing and, you know, actually learning how to be social and in an environment where it's so easy to be antisocial and linked to your phone or yeah. your electronic yeah. device, you know, these yeah. kids, they don't know how to interact yeah. with each other. And, you know, that's the biggest thing for me is, is just, you know, seeing those changes in my kids, which, you know, that's, we try not to do that in, in the house here. And it's odd for, you know, like I'm 43 and it's odd for a person my age to, not be attached to your phone at the hip. And it's really weird that, you know, social media and all this other stuff is I've avoided it for so long, but now it's kind of becoming my, my friend again in the fact well, welcome that. Welcome to the world because, right, we, we, even if we look exactly. like we're doing it. We yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's one of those to where I see the benefits in it, but I also see the, the pitfalls in it too. And I see how easy it is to get linked to all this stuff. And that's kind of what we've been trying to get through with our kids is that 
you know, you can still have those linkages to your friends and everything, but at the same time, you know, you have to know how to sit down and have a conversation, how to approach someone, you know, and actually carry on a conversation with them and and get to know the person. Yeah. It's true. I mean, and that that is true. And uh, let me just say one thing to add to this: the thing about the internet, and you got to look at it. And this, this, you know, we all don't like posting and doing all that because it takes up a lot of time. But the good thing is, you do meet a lot of people you've never met before, which is one of the reasons for the last eleven and twelve years I love doing shows because I would have never met the people that I've met. So that part is really good, and that's one of the things also about being on shows. You actually hear the voice of the person. Exactly. And I think that it, I mean, I am a phone person, you know, um, I'm sure people have figured that out by now. <laughs> I am. And I like to talk to people. This is, this is hard now for people like me because I'm so used to going out even to the grocery store and talking to people. And now I'm like, I, I don't even want to look their way because when, you know, you're behind a petition and, you know, but, and it's, I think it's really hard when I go to the grocery store, I'm so used to like talking to people or smiling at them. You can't do that. So this is a really difficult time for people to have relationships. So internet is probably it for us for right at this moment. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's good that you joined this community because I think authors are really, you know, I'm going to let Rich talk about that a little because authors together, I think they really do help each other and they, you know, I, I don't really find jealousy among them. So I think Rich, why don't you tell everybody how you have so many books I mean, and how you've done this and what you've done in the past. And we won't forget your Facebook group. Okay. Okay. I I agree. The authors that I've met are so supportive and so so caring and so helpful to each other. It uh, it makes it valuable and and, and important. Um, I retired after 48 years, and I retired in 2016, and my wife said, call your grandchildren and see what kind of books they like. And I said, why? She said, because you've been telling stories for 48 years. You might as well write them. I said, I can't write. She said, yes, you can. Just write down your stories. And so I called my granddaughter, and she liked unicorns. My grandson, he liked fables. And so I started putting those in my own words, and I started having them illustrated. And I, I found out how much fun it was. It was almost as much fun as teaching but uh, I, I enjoyed the classroom uh, and enjoyed all levels of teaching from preschool all the way through college. My favorite, though, is um, seventh and eighth middle schools because I want the kids to argue and debate and uh, and to question everything and to ask why. And, and, and so I, I put the wrong date on the board or I'll, I'll say there are three planets. And they'll go, no, they're not. I said, well, how do you know? Who told you? You told us. You believe everything I say? And so I want them to question and think, and to, and that's why one of my books was for my granddaughter, Growth Mindset for Kids, because as a teacher, you're always dealing with, uh, I can't do it. Yes, you can. It's too hard. No, it's not. I hate math. You can hate math. Just see the pattern. And then another one I dealt with as a teacher is, why are there bullies and what can you do about them? And, and at the first day of school, I would say to them, you know, throughout your life, there are going to be bullies, and yep. you need to know how to handle them and what to do about them and how to treat them and how not to let them treat you, that you don't let them bully you. And so I wrote a book about that. And then um, 
and I taught all subjects. Science uh, was one of my subjects I taught, and and then we would talk about a virus. And so I thought, well, why don't I just simply write a book about what is a virus for kids so that kids can understand how to treat a virus and what to do and what not to do. And and um, I I just have fun doing it. I, I My wife is very supportive, and, and my, my children and my grandchildren are very supportive, and I and they give me ideas and they suggest things. And so I, I just have fun doing it. So you use a lot of clip art, though, too, though, right? So, I mean, there are, yes, you know, yes. there are ways people yeah. can do books where it doesn't cost them a lot of money, too. So, you know, exactly. uh, yeah. and, and that's one of the things, you know, because a lot of times this is really a good time for authors. And uh, because I, I should say I have several children's books and I do uh, novels and um, screenplays, but I think this is really a good time for people now because if they are home and they did want to write, this is the time to do it. You know, we have to pull out of the fact that we can't concentrate and just go for it because, and there are methods to do it, and independent publishing is really big now because right now if you have messages or things you want to get out there, you can't wait two three years. This way, when you're doing it yourself, you find illustrator or you do you know, clip art, and you get a publisher, or you can independently publish it also on Amazon. So this is a good time for people now. Uh, Mandy, what are you looking for now in books? Anything right now for authors? Um, I have where I am looking, um, uh, if it's already illustrated, um, picture books, um, chapter books, um, more inspirational books, um, sci-fi uh, young adult, um, a plethora. <laughs> uh, as long yeah. as it's you know um, clean, it's you know fits into two girls category. Uh, we mm-hmm. are good. Um, you know, I I always um, like to, and I use a different logo. Um, like for Steve's, um, we have the T and the G for Steve's because it's not children. Um, it's an oh. inspirational, and we have the little girls, you know, for the two girls in a reading corner, uh, but they're both, you know, the same, um, in the same company, but it's more of a mature logo for the uh, mature audience. Um, so I have two different logos, but the same company. Yeah, yeah, like with different, right, so you don't write people, mm-hmm. you know, they write different genres so or age groups. That's a good idea. Exactly. So, Donald, you're also an independently published author. So how did that go for you? How did that go for you? I mean, you know, people Uh, want to know this. To be, uh, let's put it this way, for the first time introduction into the whole uh, publishing world, I couldn't have imagined anything going smoother, which, you know, maybe the, the... a uh, downfall for me because I may be, you know, putting it up on a pedestal, but, you know, because I went through Halo and, you know, they were wonderful. Well, Lisa was fantastic. They're not new. They're not new. So that's a good thing. You know, I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's the help. Yeah. And, you know, they were, both, they were all fantastic. The whole process was, you know, smooth start to finish. And, you know, it helps yeah. because I did all the illustrations too. So, that really kind of streamlined everything. So I went from, you know, having no book to having a book out and published within two months. 
Yeah. Oh, See, that's yeah. Great. See, that's right. Yeah. See, that's good. I mean, Mandy, you know, you know about what this, I mean, this is hard for people. They, they say, you know, sometimes they don't realize how long it takes. It does take a long time. If you have to get an agent an editor, you got to get everything. So it could take time. So you, when you are finding people, are they coming to you and just surprised at the, the process? Well, it's it's different, and I have um, I have several people actually uh, in different processes, so uh, in in different phases. So I have to make sure that different different people are taken care of at different times. I can't put everybody in at the same time. They have to kind of, you know, it depends on the budget right. as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. Um, like I have three books at the editor right now. And books that I had already, um, you know, promised illustrations for, uh, they there's two at the illustrators. So I have some at the editor, editor some in illustration process, uh, two that are about to be um, published. So, you know, I have to format them. I, I do all the formatting myself. I do, you know, different things. Right. Well, I say all of them. Steve's book, I had some help with. Um, since it was uh, new to me, but I did the, you know, formatting, and then I sent it to a formatter as well to make sure that it was, you know, good to go. But we chose the book size, or I chose the book size, and I thought, you know, let me look up to see what would be the best, you know, for this particular genre, and it turned out really, really good. Um, Oh, yeah, you you did terrific. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love it. I love your book, Steve. I mean, I you know I've thank read you. it, and of course I've read it, and I've read it. But you know, I'm reading it live on Facebook, and I'm reading it like two chapters at a time, you know, on Sunday or something, you know, every once in a while, so, because I want to get it out there, and I love it. I mean, it's relaxing, but it's also it's humorous. I have pride. Well, I have laughs. How you I got have, it out there. Let's talk about how you, you're saying you got it out there. So uh, you're doing what a lot of people don't want to do, but and that's it's hard to do what you're doing. It sounds like oh one two three you can go out there and do it. So tell tell everybody about how you did what you did, so other people can you know how you do your readings. You know it it for you it's very natural to do this. I mean that's it. Well, but it's and when you say natural, when you say natural, it's really funny that you say that because um, if you try to record me. Without it being live, I freeze. If yeah. it's live, I can be natural, and I know that's the opposite. <laughs> no, I, I can get. I actually can get that. I, I, I can relate. Get that. Yeah, I can so, relate. So, so I need to be live. I can flow. Don't you know? So, um, but yes, I I like to do live readings, and I like to do impromptu um, things so that I can just be myself and um, feel like it's. It's okay, but I what I do with people, um, if it's other authors or my own or my books, um, other authors, you know, Rich has done this, um, you know, just mail in a copy of their books and, you know, just sign it to the girls so that they could put it in their reading corner once we're done. Um, but now one of my children, <laughs> they're a little older, so now it's just the youngest child, which is Grimley <laughs> Hope and yeah. – she has co-authored uh, with her sister Alexandra Grace, the, "If the Green Grass Was Jello," mm-hmm. but um, now Brinley and I, uh, we do the live readings, and she doesn't want me to do them without her. So 
Um, you know, she's back and forth with her dad, um, you know, so when she's with me, we try to uh, put together readings and schedule them. So we try to do them like 730 um, Central Time, so, you know, depending on what's going on um, school-wise or, you know, whatever, and whatever the author's preference is. So we try to stick to that. Um, but anyway, they'll mail it in to the P.O. box. We'll schedule a time, and then we will sit together and we'll do the live reading. Um, but I try to do that sometimes impromptu as well, and then I will upload the readings to um, to the YouTube channel that I have. But I also will share it in multiple groups uh, so that it gets exposure. And I don't just um, support my authors, but I support other authors as well so that they can get exposure and in turn it also provides two girls in a reading corner exposure so like you said you know in the beginning it's not a competition we're not competing against one another no we are networking and we are all helping one another so and i love it it's 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 great donald have you thought about has you thought about doing that donald you're new at this? Yeah. I saw you have your son. I saw you with your kids. <laughs> you yeah, I had them read it uh, last Friday <laughs> yeah. as a, a live reading for everybody. And, uh, yeah, everybody that was there, they loved it, you know, because they know the boys, everybody, and they could see the story. They, you know, they could relate the story to them. And that's kind yeah. of the conversations that have been had about it is just that anyone that knows my kids, they know that that's exactly how the two of them act. You know, the, my older one is always inclusive. He wants everybody to be there, to be every, to be happy, to be a part of things. And, you know, my younger one just wants to do everything that his brother does. So it's a a funny interaction and a funny, uh, just that people are seeing that now. That's cute. Yeah, I think it's hard to do it. It's not that easy, you know, to do it, you know. So I think it's a good thing to do, and I think it's probably how people do should be doing things now. I mean, I I have not done that. I used to go to visit schools and everything, and people can't do that now. So, and I think kids really like that. We used to have a show uh, years ago uh, on the network, children's shows, and we would have authors read their books, and I, that was pretty good. And, you know, and then there's Magic Blocks who does that. They're not... They don't publish. I, I, they use, they've been around for years, and kids get to have a little membership, and then they get to hear the books, and they get to pick out books that they want for you know through the year, and it's really a pretty good site. Uh, different owners now, but I think there are a lot of things now that what people did before are going to probably do now because kids have to absolutely hear people read, and also, you know, it's it's entertaining for them. You know, this is going to be a long year for kids. Well, yeah, and there's and a lot I of think... things that have changed. Um, like, you know, I, I started doing the live readings years ago, you know, and now since COVID, there's so yeah. many people doing live readings, you know, that had not yeah. before. So, you know, um, it's it's kind of neat seeing everybody do it. Um, but this yeah, has been our little special bonding time, so we continue to bond. And we continue to do our bonding time. And this is something that is special for us, you know, as mother-daughter. And, you know, but it's also special for us, you know, for other authors as well. 
Yeah, and I wanted my kids to read it because, uh, you know, it's everybody nowadays seems to be very hung up on looking foolish or they're afraid to put themselves out there unless it's behind a screen. And I wanted them to mm-hmm. see that even my youngest who was there, you know, he's six and he was reading the story that, you know, maybe someone out there watching is going, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And, you know, maybe right. it prompts them to start reading and encourage that, you know, that love of books. That, that's yes, great. and bring oh, their self-confidence level up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, Rich, what you I want to talk is, a little bit about Rich? Rich, can you just talk what, about a little bit about your Facebook page? Well, that and also I, I want to mention that uh, 80 of my books are audio books. And I use ACX. They are wonderful. They're very supportive. Yeah, they're very they're helpful. Great. And uh, what I learned, what I've learned to do for me is I just do royalty sharing because when it's I taught I in the classroom, there are students that are auditory learners. They learn by listening, yes. and so you, they, they're usually your uh, band students or your chorus students or or students that that love to talk, and um, those students learn by listening. And which what I would do for them was I would have cassette tapes, and then finally I went to to um, iPod and. I would have books on tapes, and they, they would just love to listen to those with earphones on tape recorder. Yes. And what I've done with ACX is um, I have narrators. I have about anywhere from 10 to 20 narrators who will audition for the uh, a sample reading. Yeah, for kids' books, and then my, I'd like to add my one wife, thing. For kids' books, kids books oh, are, and my wife, you can get, my, my wife you can knows, get people yeah, for yeah, kids' yeah. books. You right, know, and my wife and I sit down and, and talk about the narrators and, and which yeah. one sounds the best and which one is this, because basically I'm looking for a narrator that's a storyteller, someone that tells right. a, a right. wonderful because story. Right, because they're not all, right. Uh, let me just right. explain a little about what ACX is so people that are listening would know. ACX, yeah. you have to have your book on Amazon. So if your book is on Amazon, ACX is the audible division. So mm-hmm. if you... Go into ACX and you fill out the form and say you want to do 50-50 share and Amazon takes care of it all. You do not, once the book is done, whoever's the narrator, they get their money and you get your money. You do not have to share it together. They take care of all of it. With the taxes, they do everything. And right. they, and you want to for children's for non-exclusive books, if you want, right. non-exclusive right. listing um, if you want more exposure. So you're saying you go for non-exclusive to Audible? I do non-exclusive, meaning um, that for ACX, the word non-exclusive means that you're not going to put it on a CD for yourself to sell or to give away at at shows. Non-exclusive means that it'll be on Audible, it'll be on um, Apple, or it'll it'll be... um, on uh, Amazon, so it'll be in one of those three locations. That's called non-exclusive. And okay, um, so it's not just exclusive to Audible. Yeah. No, you you want it to be non-exclusive because non-exclusive, yeah. yeah. Okay, so and the the problem is, this is the thing about children's books. There are tons of narrators that will want to do children's books. It's not as easy getting someone to do a full length. Fiction. This costs. It, it, it costs in time. Let's just say it is 
very hard to do. It's not an easy thing. Children's books, they take right away because they're much shorter. Because some mm-hmm. other books could be hours and hours, and it's a lot of work. You know, so when I you're in the children's been, market, you have got to, I've like you said, you have ten. Yeah. Ten I've had narrators Good. who give sound effects, who, who play music. I had a, yeah. a woman who's a stand-up comedian, and she did unicorn jokes for kids, and she is hilarious. Her, her pacing, yeah, it, her it matters. It, does, it really does matter yeah. who the narrator is. It does because, matter. But, I've got one that yeah. I can't stand. It's, it drives me nuts. It's like a mechanical, like, a, like you're talking to Siri or Google or something, and I'm like, I cannot listen to it. So you have to have something that you really enjoy listening to. So if you're going yeah. to do it, you need to pick out the right one. Yeah. I'm planning on putting all of ours on Audible, um, Steve's yeah. and all of our uh, children's books yeah. and everything under uh, two girls. I'm planning on doing, well, I say Audible, but um, audio books, yes. Right. I, I love it for audio. And, and I, but when people are listening to audio books, they actually learn, you know, and sometimes when you even hear your own story, it's like, I think when I yeah. listen to my audibles, I don't even think it sounds like I'm going like, is that what I said? You know, it's so, it's yes, yes, a yes. really great job. <laughs> you know, uh, they did one of my books, uh, It's to Life. It's about a Holocaust survivor, and I had somebody do it, and she did a fabulous job. And while I was listening to it, I'm thinking to myself, wow, she, did she add something? I, you know, and I asked her, I said, did you add? And then I went and read the whole book again, going like, no, they were my words. But I went, oh, my God. Because she it found was it. Yes. I, I, I mean, can, it was I unbelievable. changes to my books, and those changes have been very valuable. They, 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 oh, they say, did? well, why oh, don't you put, put it this way or put it that way? And I go, oh, sure, go ahead. And so what I do when I communicate with my narrators, I say, I'm always open to suggestions for changing um, um, the script, so please let me know if you want to. And once in a while, I'll get somebody back saying, well, how about putting this in, or why don't you have that? And it makes it just uh, more inter- interactive. I think, oh, wow. the whole, I think this is really good that everybody loves the audiobooks because I'm always on my other shows that I have, even in the, you know, in the fiction and the erotica and all of them they a lot of them don't do that and i just don't understand why you know and one of the good things is this is for me really good because people are very very um picky and they're two authors especially new ones if somebody has a comma out of place or somebody did has a little error they make such a big deal about it on an audiobook it doesn't matter. It sounds great. So you don't have to say, oh, they don't have a comma, you know, because they do. And they can write people a bad review for one little problem, you know. And so I think yeah. it's really people, more people should do audibles. Uh, the problem with audibles for people is even when they give, they give free codes. I have tons of free codes. Of course, that's why I want uh, Rich. Rich, talk about a little bit about what you do, because you're really good about that. You have the audible page. You have everything. So tell everybody what they need to do to get, you know, how to get on your Facebook page and your other page where your free codes that you've done. Well, on Facebook, um, I've got a group that's called um, Free Audiobook, uh, Free Children's Audiobook Codes for Honest Reviews. That was for children. And the reason I made the one for children is my the first one I made was Free Audiobook Codes for Honest Reviews, that Facebook group 
uh, it turned out that um, it was mainly adults putting their books in, and I'm writing children's books. And I thought, okay, let me do yeah. another Facebook group that's free audiobook, uh, free children's audiobook codes for honest reviews. And um, I wanted to spend more time on my books, so I turned that over to someone who's doing a wonderful job with it. And then uh, I kind of missed it. So now I started a third group, which is uh, um, um, what is um, books and reviews, or let's see, children's or children books and reviews. And I didn't put apostrophe S because you say adult books without apostrophe S. So I wanted children book, children, C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N, books and ampersand and reviews. And um, the people on there are just wonderful. I mean, Really? All right, so I, you know, it's a good thing. It's really hard to get people. Children's books are difficult to get out there. And, you know, the, the weirdest part about it is is that I do all these shows forever, you know, for all these years, but it's really interesting that the adult authors, they don't pay attention to the children's books. It's the most amazing thing to me that they really don't. You know, and mm-hmm. author after author, they don't really do that. And they need to do that because they need to start caring more about their children's books in, other than the romance just for themselves, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that, uh, Mandy, you're saying, uh-huh, isn't that true? I mean, it's weird. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. And, and and actually, I was going to mention um, the last show that I was on with you guys, um, the group that uh, I know you're part of and Rich is part of, Parents Find Children's Books and Authors Here, um, that I'm co-admin of. Um, it's, it is uh, a group that is really good for parents to find books, and it's also authors that you know promote their books in. So it's children's books are loved by their readers, their writers, and their children. Join us as we work together to find the best, newest, and most fun books for children of all ages. So, you know, like you're saying, I have to, see. I, you know, this is what I want to tell people: don't be like, see, like me. I, I have, I'm in like so many groups. I don't even know the names of the groups I'm in. But the problem is, I join the group and then I just, you know, Rich's group, I. Because everything comes out, but most of the time, really, these groups help. And so, if people are listening to the show, it's really important to get yourself involved in these groups because it does help, you know. And I, yeah. I need to do that myself, you know, because I go like I'll say I'll go into a group and I'll want to join it, and I go I'm already a member. So I mean, this is bad. So I have to pay yeah. attention myself. <laughs> well, you know, and I well, and I am so. I am in so many groups as well. However, I add, you know, I'm co-admin of this group, so, you know, I have to uh, allow people into the group who want to join. So, you know, I welcome everybody and stuff, you know, like Rich and like you do. Um, but uh, it's a good place to find books um, and, you know, authors. Um, you know, we try to keep people from um, – marketing uh other things um you know they're oh i can do a book trailer for you or i can do this 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 you know don't offer services we're just interested in you know books that you have uh, that are available and you know parents are on there and caregivers and such you know to find these certain books from authors yeah i think that's a good thing to pay attention to and so all right steve i wanted to ask you all right so we're all, you know, this is a very hard time right now. So 
Well, what right. are, what's your advice to people? Because this is really, I mean, uh, it's a very, very tough time now. Well, thank you for asking. Um, first of all, I am on Facebook, and I have a group of my own called Shine Time. And every day, I, most every day, I post something, encouragement for the day. Shine Time? But, um, Shine Time. Shine Time? Steve, Steve Warren. It, they have to go to Steve Warren first, and then I invite them into Shine Time. But let me tell you, I retired as a letter carrier five years ago. Now I am bagging groceries. Yeah, bagging groceries. I mean, it's a teenager's job. And I get to meet people every day. And what I would tell people is whatever you have that is of interest to you, do it. Go out and don't be afraid. Live. This life we have is temporary and it's fleeting. And I would say to everybody, you've got to live. And um, my advice is to look for something good and thank God for every day of your life. Yeah. See, I think that, yeah. you know, a message like that is what we need these days. Now, Donald, okay, you're, yeah. you know, you're starting a whole new profession as a writer. And um, right. so you're joining all of this. So how do you feel about all this? I mean, this is a lot to take in <laughs> because there's well, so much out there. It, it, you know, well, exactly what Steve was saying was my situation. You know, it's I've you know for almost two decades I had one profession that kind of defined yep. who I was, and then yep. all of a sudden it's gone, and I yep. was just yeah I'm just sitting there looking at it, going maybe this is you know God's plan for me, saying you know what you should be doing now you have time to do what you should be doing. And that's where, you know, I've always loved art. I've always loved drawing. I've been, you know, drawing since I was 12 years old. And so I thought, you know, maybe I could do illustrations. But then I took a stab at writing the story and it caught on. And the idea of it kept growing and all these other ideas kept flowing through that it finally hit me that, you know, maybe this is what I should be doing. And then just recently it hit me that this is what I, what I'm doing. This is who I am now. You know, I'm, I'm no longer a landscape designer. I'm I'm a children's book author and illustrator. That's what I am. So do you think you'll be doing illustrations for other people also? I've, you know, I'm trying to get my stuff out there. So, you know, if anybody um, would like to see, I'm working on putting together a Facebook page of, of things so that people at least that have would a be reference. Good. That would be very good. Yeah. So, because yeah, I've been basically every day since January putting a drawing a day together for character development and things like that. So, do you create characters? Yes, I do. I I create the the characters, the different looks, and yeah, the I've had um, folks ask me, you know, do you do dogs? Do you do cats? You know. Is it only animals? Do you, you know, do you do people as well? And so I'm trying to get a, a nice diverse portfolio out there so that if someone is looking for something, you know, they've yeah, at least got people, options. Like you are, said, with the narrators, yeah. it's nice to have well, we options. Should talk, we should talk because I've yeah. had some ideas for some cartoons like um, about cows that converse about the world's problems. But, you know, you're awesome because you're out there for children, and children need to be creative. And now more than yeah. ever yeah. – Give them the tools to be creative. Well, and you know, the wonderful byproduct of all this is, you know, my oldest, he's 12, and he sits there and he sees me drawing because I do all all my stuff is digital through um, a tablet. And so I do sit there and do all my drawings on the computer, 
and now he's taken to starting to do that, and he sits there That's for awesome. and hours on end, you know. So it's wonderful to see that happening. Wait, and you know what? I love that. You know, people yep. need, I, 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 everybody that knows that I have like a lot of banners that I make, have made from different people, you know, with the books on it or, you know, mm-hmm. just banners because you keep to change it up a lot, you know. And so I think that that's also what illustrators do. Also, they can do that. They can do the images for people and then give it to their publishers. So I think that, you know, there are lots of ways that you can now come out and earn a living because once you get out there, you know, and tell people what you do. Oh, There's definitely. a lot of writers that need this. So I think that Absolutely. a lot of people right will time. give you a chance. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. will give you a chance. Oh, yeah. You know, as a yeah. new new illustrator, um, yeah. you know, some some people are persnickety, but a lot of people are not. Yeah. They yeah. need help. They need help. Yeah. Build yeah. your uh, clientele. Yeah, no, I think you. I think that's a good thing. You could, you know, there's so many different ways to go when you can do illustrations. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful when you can, you know, Don't because know. an illustrator can just put their own words out. That's wonderful. Yeah, and, and the greatest thing too, it's it's one of the biggest parts of the story. I mean, yeah. you know, the picture yeah, book. It, yeah. You know, so we can't really have the story told without the pictures, you know, as well. Um, so we very much appreciate the illustrators. And, you know, what, you know what with my illustrators, problem? I give them full credit. I want a bio. I have their pictures That's in great. the book. So, you know. One of the problems uh, in Man, years ago Mandy, you're very was, generous with all of us. Yeah. Oh, and, one of, and one of the problems uh, years ago when people would send to publishers, I and I was an agent for all these years, I had really, really good authors. I had all kinds. And with the children's books, when you're sending it to a publisher, unfortunately some of the editors at the they they're not that creative. So they had no idea what the person, you know, had in their mind and because you weren't supposed to send pictures at that time, you had to send the words. They still want that mm-hmm. because they say illustrators are separate. But a lot of times they never got what they should have. And they, if they would have allowed people to at least give, you know, the idea of what they saw in their mind, they probably would have published more books because a lot of mm-hmm. them didn't. Uh, and sometimes the editors don't see that. You know what I mean? The same vision. So I think that's why now with independently publishing and smaller publishers, you got a chance at at least getting it right for the kids. Absolutely. Donald, have you You checked on Fiverr.com? Donald? No, I have not, actually. Um, Is that a listing or what is that? No, what it is is F-I-V-E-R-R.com. So it's two R's. Okay. Fiverr. And what what I've had some friends do and some people I know illustrators do is you start out offering some of your artwork for $5 a drawing. And then you, mm-hmm. as you become more and more popular, there are some people that charge hundreds or thousands of dollars for yeah. a drawing. Yeah. And so right. uh, it's, it's, you know, in, in a month there'll be a hundred thousand people visiting fiverr.com uh, businesses, uh, writers yeah. uh, you know, looking wow. for illustrators and fiverr.com. Um, you get to, Put up some of your samples, and of course you you can put um, uh, yeah. a copyright on those, and then people will look at that and say, "Hey, I want you to do this and this. Can you do that?" The only thing you have yeah. to be careful of, what's happened to some of my friends on Fiverr, is that some people 
take their illustrations and then put it in a book and don't give them credit and don't pay them or don't pay them completely. Yes, yes. Well, that's that's bad. Yeah, that's a bad thing. You've got to be very careful exactly. about that. But, yeah. but again... Yes, it, this it, is a freelance uh, area, so it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'm going to check that I think, out. I think it's yeah. And there's and also a Facebook group. Yeah, what is it? A new one? Um, no, it's, it's not a new it? one. Um, uh, what's the, it called? There's a, several different Facebook groups that he could join. Um, and uh, when there's tons of people always asking for illustrators. And, you know, yeah. you just attach yeah. your... Um, your link, you attach, you know, a yeah. picture yeah, of your are. sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're not on Fiverr, then you you get on that Facebook group, and I can, yeah. you know, send that to you or whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's wonderful. Well, yeah, and if you need help too, Mandy, you know, I'd love for you to reach out to me too. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I, it sounds like you're doing the kind of work that I want to help out with. Okay, yes, I would love to. I mean, I, I love networking with people, and so I was looking forward to meeting you today. I mean, I know Rich Rich, wants, Rich is one of my favorites, and, you know, Marsha, I've uh, been able to, um, you know, uh, connect with her, and we've, what, a yep. year now, over a year? Yes, yeah, um, yeah, it's over. It's been a while, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. so we're both Leos and redheads, so, yes. you know, <laughs> hey. Now I Steve, you know, I was blessed to meet him through his wonderful sister, and so uh, she and he are both authors with two girls. So um, I'm thrilled to uh, meet you today, Ronald. Or or, I'm sorry, Donald. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I haven't had my 15th cup of coffee today. (laughs) I know. You know, uh, well, Elwin, Elwin Autumn, she she suggested. To, for Donald, to Elwin has been on the show, and she's actually be on in September. So, I mean, I'll be having extra children's shows, so anybody wants to come on, you know, just let me know. And Donald or Steve, and, you know, Rich knows. I mean, any time you, you want to come on and you have things, we could add you to a show. So it's good that you came on the show because I think you're making some connections, which is what this is. You're connecting to people that actually will help, you know. And, uh, um, and that's, yeah, that was my whole reason for, you know, reaching out to as many folks as I did is like you said, it's, yeah. it's a wonderful community and there really yeah. is no me attitude. It's, it's us. Yeah. Donald, you might want you know, to have I, your son, you might want to have your son set up a separate account on Fiverr. You, you're, you're in charge of it and have him put his illustrations up to see if somebody will buy it because there are children yeah. books that would love to be illustrated by a child. Oh, yeah. nice! That's a good suggestion. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah, that that's what yeah. I what what I had said in the last show that we were on. We had gone to um, a show or a uh, a book book fair, not a book fair. What what was it that we had gone to? It was in Ringgold. Um, it was a book exhibition, and um, I had all the books you know with me, but the ones that the children actually bought were the ones that were written by my children and illustrated yeah. by my one child. Yeah. So yeah. it is a really mm-hmm. big deal, you know. So yeah, um, that's the yeah, one so, that, yeah. you know, yeah, it, they connect with them. Well, you and know? I feel and that I they that, so much these days they discourage, you know, arts and creativity. And, 
you know, to see kids wanting to embrace it and giving them the opportunity, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that, I think right now well, people are creative. Yeah. Creatively. And that's what I'm teaching as well as the, uh, I'm teaching the creative writing, you know, with the elementary and the, um, the middle school, I had done the summer sessions with them virtually and then I'm, you know, planning on continuing, but, um, you know, my son, he is really big into art. Um, he had never taken an art class and he taught himself how to do the spray paint art. He has done commissioned art now. He has sold over 500 in commissioned art painting, but he has also wow. uh, developed a skill for drawing. Now he's actually doing uh, a novel when I got on board with him um, when he was 11, almost 12. He didn't like reading. Um, I said, hey, let's read at least 20 minutes a day. He has gone through Harry Potter novels. He has gone through all these. So now he loves to read. He's reading right now. I'm looking at him. <laughs> but um, it's so anyway. <laughs> so all right, like, what would you yeah, say to parents? So. Because you know, what do you, what what need what what do parents need to do now? I mean, you know, a lot of parents are feeling now that oh my God, they have to do things that they never thought they'd have to do, and they don't know what to do. And so what is your advice to parents out there with their kids? This is going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Reading aloud with your child is one of the critical ones. The more you read with your child and interact and discuss and, and laugh and have fun, the, the better. And you let, sometimes you let your child pick the book, and sometimes the adult picks the book. And they don't have to like every book they read uh, and they don't have to finish every book they they read because I don't. I don't finish every book I start because I start the book yeah. and I go, no, I don't like that. I mean, I'm not going to finish that yeah. book. Yeah. So yeah. why should I expect children to finish every book? But but sometimes you say you finish a book even though you don't like it, just to see what happens or how it turns out. And yeah, because also, sometimes right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I think also no, um, as much as some people like to say they don't like routine. Um, they do like routine. And when yeah. this COVID has come in, you know, if you don't have that routine still in place, then they feel kind of like, oh, what's happening? You know, so continue with routine so things mm-hmm. feel as much Absolutely. as normal as possible. Yes. So, you know, and don't keep them in pajamas all day long, you know. Um yeah, yeah get them dry, right. Make them feel good, you know. And, you know, I have one that's going into ninth grade tomorrow, and she's doing it virtual. You know, our, our schools are doing it online um, right now, and it's going to be the first semester. And, you know, they're feeling a little bummed. Um, however, you know, they are resilient depending on how you present it and how you are with them. So we have a gratitude jar um, and I try to get them to write their uh, what they're grateful for, and we do devotionals, we do different things, and we you know try to do things that are attitude oh, of gratitude, so and inspirational um, things, just affirmations, and you know change your clothes, make sure you're taking a shower, put your face on. If well, you I think want that, you to. know what I think, Mandy, that goes to adults because I have heard like I absolutely I put on makeup, do my hair, I do just like if I was going out. And I think that people, yes. when they stay in their pajamas, you're non-productive. You're just and you it makes you feel kind of blah. Out there. Yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think, that's I a think good that you know it perks you up. You have to do it self. 
self-care, and children need yeah. self-care as well as adults do. Yeah. Yes, yes. they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be such a hard time. No. I mean, you know, I mean, talking, listening to all this, I mean, it's really, you know, it's unbelievable that we're even discussing this now because this is such a different life than everybody had. So what the kids need to do is see their parents' attitude change, too, because, you know, we have to accept what it is, wear masks, and try to get through the day. And I think that if kids listen and watch their parents, I think this is just a routine that will not be such a chore for everybody. We just want to get rid of what we have out there and try to get healthy again. You know, um, I think there's... When I go out someplace now, yeah, when I go out someplace now, I give what I call air hugs. I say, hey, this is an air hug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. God bless you, man. Air hug, this bomb. Air hug. Yeah, you know, Right, you know, especially people when, you know, uh, people like to hug people, which I am a hugger, and, you know, it's really hard, you know. Yes, me and too, it's hard, me too. You know, and, and, you know, it really is difficult for people. So I think that, you know, listening even to the, to the show today, I mean, these are positive things what that parents can do and adults for themselves, too. So well, I think now, you know, remember, it goes hand in hand. Remember, people, children are, children are scared because they hear all this news. And the best yeah. thing, now, my children are growing up, so I, I'm not talking for somebody who's an expert, but I think we need to be honest with children and tell them, you know, this is a bad time, but it will pass. Yeah. And, exactly. And, Honesty and, is the best. Yes, yes. And, right. but to tell children, this, things will get better. And I tell my customers that, too. I have a lot of elderly customers, and I say, I'm so sorry this time is here, but you know what? We are going to get through it. Yeah, yes. I think that if, if we're telling people that, we need to. Well, we are going to get to believe it. Yes, we yeah. are going to. We will. Students, we are. When, when students would complain to me about their parents, I'd say, okay, I've listened to you complain about your mom and dad. Now tell me something good about them. Right. There you, you know? go. I said, there are good <laughs> things your parents. And well, I, I, right. I can't Hey, listen, uh, who's giving you the food? Who's buying your clothes? Who's Who's taking care of you? I said, I said, you know, your parents can be mad at you, and you can be mad at your parents, but you still love them, and they love you. So, right. you know, you, you give them that hug, you, you give them yeah. a hug, and you 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 appreciate what your parents do for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we need that does. message. We need that message right now out in the world. We need to tell people yes. that yes. you know to find yes. something good in the world and do something good. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, well you know, and I also have. I also have, um, when my little one has a hard time expressing her feelings, I can mm-hmm. tell she has like a little meltdown, but she can't, it, it's where she's frustrated. She doesn't know how to get it out. So, right. you know, I used to have her where she would draw pictures of her feelings and then she couldn't tell me Wonderful. what she was trying to say. So then she would go back and we would discuss it. And then she would change the picture, like if it was a frowning face or an upset stomach, yeah. you know, you know, growly stomach because she was sick to her stomach because she was sad or something. She, I would say, okay, well, what could we do to change this? What could we do to change this? So she would change the story and tell me what was wrong, and then she would go about changing the story. And then wow. she would take her uh, crayon, and she would change the happy face, change this, change this, so she could problem solve and literally take the crayon 
and change her story and change the art and change it to what she needed it to be and problem solve on her own with the help of telling me her story with visual and her words after she was able to sit there for a moment, calm down, and Beautiful. and draw it. So, yeah, Mandy, you know, I would have, right? Mandy, I would have liked to have you as a teacher. Oh, thank you. We all would. I experienced so much. I experienced so much as a little one, too, and as an adult in different relationships. You know, it's, you know, having anxiety, it doesn't discriminate in age. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. It it, it doesn't discriminate. Gender, race, it does not discriminate. So being able to recognize those signs um, and try to do something about it. Is there anybody wants to ask a question of anybody else before we leave the show today? Anybody have a question? I mean, I think you've all gotten a lot of, you know, insight to each other, which is good. You know, it's going to work out great. I was just going to say that I really like Donald, what he was talking about with the – trying to get away from social media even though you need to yeah. be on social media for like marketing yeah. and networking yeah. but I limit yeah. my children's screen time um, one yeah. uh, it's very helpful to limit it past, you know, at a certain time we don't do it past 7 so that they can be helped yeah. with sleep um, yeah. and also I don't want you know the irritability and it helps. It literally helps them because it can cause anxiety. It can cause depression. It can cause different things. Fatigue. Well, you, um, you know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no. Uh, it, I, I think just, we're missing. Uh, I agree I'm sorry, with I'm sorry. I do too. And I think we're missing out on the art of conversation. That's why my book is Conversations from the Porch. And when I was a kid, neighbors would come over and they'd sit in chairs in the backyard and talk about stories. And we children Mm -hmm. would sit on the grass and be just, oh, man, it was awesome to hear these stories. And we need to get back to that communication one-on-one, not through a computer, not on a, a cell phone, but stopping when this when the COVID's over and stopping and talking to people Right, face to face and listening to the stories of our lives. Well, I think that that's a good thing because I do think people, like a lot of times now, parents are with their children a lot more. So I think relationships yes. uh, are are turning around. You know, because yes. yeah. uh, you know, people there are a lot of people oh. they're so busy working and doing other things they weren't with their children, and I think the kids are really liking being with their parents. So that's a good thing. I yeah. agree. You know that. Yeah, I think we're going actually back to being parents instead of just caregivers, which is, you know, to me, so. the positive I like that. that I take from this whole thing. Yeah. I like and, that. you know, and so I, my yeah. little one had a birthday party, and I want to tell you, she told me that it was the best birthday party that she's had. <laughs> and we did a social distancing birthday party. Uh, everybody had to wear masks, and, you know, their parents were like, we Beautiful. have not been out, and we want to make sure that everything's safe. And, you know, it was the safest, cleanest birthday party That's ever. Great. You know, we had gloves <laughs> and uh, water balloons, yep. and they, you know, caught the caught it with water balloons. They distanced, and I had everything spaced out. And I, I was kind of worried, you know, if she was going to be like, mm, this was lame. But you know what? Her 14th birthday <laughs> consisted of two people which were friends, 
and we wore the mask the whole time, and they had a blast. That's great. It's great that the kids are adjusting. It is. In my classroom, I had two posters that I loved. One poster said, a day without laughter is a day wasted, so we would tell jokes. I love it. And yet, right. <laughs> the other poster said, Murphy's Law, if anything can go wrong, it'll go wrong. All you can do is laugh and learn. And that's and Amen. when somebody would drop a, a, a stack of papers, somebody would yell, Murphy's Law, and we'd laugh. And they would laugh, and I said, just learn to be, yeah. be more careful. Well, I think, I think that's what the thing is, right? Laughter is really important. And so, you know, I think that this message yeah. today for everybody has been really good. And, you know, all of you are doing great work out there, and it's good that you can, that now you've met each other. So I think I could see friendships forming here. So that's a good thing. So um, I'd like everybody to say their website or whatever they want at the end, you know, right now, so they'll know how to reach you. So, Mandy? How, where are they going to reach okay. you? Okay. Uh, yes, you can reach me on my Facebook page. It's Facebook, or uh, we'll do just, well, you can look me up. Facebook, uh, Two Girls and a Reading Corner. It's all spelled out, Two Girls and a Reading Corner. And then my website is Two Girls and a Reading Corner.com. And, and, of course, the email uh, is so, the same, uh, except it's at and, gmail.com. <laughs> and as as people give their websites and all, if anybody wants to reach me, it's at michiganavenuemedia.com. And you can always reach me, and I can get you in touch with any of these people that are here today. So if you aren't, you know, you're not writing it down, or if you're listening in your car or something like that. All right, Rich, go ahead. Um, my email is teachers. Teachers ask at yahoo.com, and there's a joke that goes with that. And um, my, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, just email me at teachers ask at yahoo.com, um, and I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But the, the kid all summer long keeps asking mom and dad, when is kindergarten going to start? When's it going to start? Every day he begs mom. Every day he bugs her. Mom keeps saying, it's not until uh, the end of August. You have to wait. Be patient. Mom wins kindergarten. All, all summer long he keeps asking her. Finally, it's the day before, and Mom says, honey, tomorrow you get to go to kindergarten. And he's all excited. He can't sleep. <laughs> next, next day he gets his lunch pail, and he gets, he gets his backpack, and he goes to kindergarten, and he comes home, and he slams the door, and he throws down the backpack, and he throws his lunch pail across the house, and he runs into his bedroom, and he sits down, and he's crying. And the mother walks in, and she says, what's the matter, honey? He says, Mom, I go to school, and all that teacher does is ask questions. Doesn't that teacher know anything? I'm not going back to school anymore until I get a teacher that knows something. So wow. all teachers do is ask questions. All we do is ask questions. Well, we, we, might, we all have those kind of, we all have those kind of teachers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steve, what about you? Well, I'm on Facebook at Steve Warren, W-A-R-E-N. And if you come on and do a friend request, I'll put you on Shine Time. And every day, I just about every day, I have a um, positive story. I love Shine Time. I like to hear positive. All right, I'm going to be on there, too. Okay. And Donald, go ahead. The easiest way is uh, probably through Facebook and uh, the actual Facebook link is uh, Donald Lloyd, but the O in the Lloyd is a zero. 
Um, or you can just do a search for Donald Lloyd, um, children's author slash illustrator uh, as one way. Um, and that's probably where I frequently check things the most, um, just so that it's, I only have one central location. Everything else is just kind of for posting updates and um, artwork and things like that. But, you know, I will be working on getting that page up and going for the illustrations and, you know, reaching out to all these lovely folks and, you know, letting them know right. if they and need just, help, you know, I'd certainly be willing. You know, if you have if you have something that you want posted, just let you know, send it to me, and then I'll I'll share it too. So absolutely. Because you know. awesome. we all know one thing about Facebook. We, the trouble with Facebook is sometimes we don't see people that we want to. I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, you know, I yeah, the newsfeed hard thing. Yeah, I, I just don't know what I just don't know why it's like that lately. You know, and. You know, I have, like, I look down my sheet and, you know, I, I, I'm scrolling and scrolling and I'm going, like, where are the people that I even know? I don't even know. So I'm ending up talking to a lot of people I don't know. And then the other people, because once you connect with somebody, then your other people don't come on. So it's very difficult, you know. And I probably should be tagging more, but I just, I don't love that to, you know, to bother people. But I think that, you know, that's the difference. You have to real that's a difficult thing. You have to realize people are still on there because a lot of people think they're gone and they're not gone. So you have to probably yeah, find them true. if you're looking for It's very difficult. I don't know. So anyway, anybody who would like to come on the show, just let me know. And all of you here today, just let me know and you can join any of the shows. We are going to have, you know, like I said, it's shown September on children and we'll probably be adding them in a lot more because there's so many people at home you know, now that needs well, some advice. I got to yeah. ask you before something? you go. Sure. I'm sorry, can I ask? What was your favorite, does anybody here have a favorite children's movie or story that they had as a child? Yeah. Mine was right, Cuckoo Fran and Ollie, and they did, a, they did a thing called Skinny and Fatty. It was from Japan, and I just loved it. <laughs> Well, my favorite book, it wasn't a movie, but my favorite book was Freckle Juice. Freckle oh, yes. <laughs> I love well, Freckle yeah. Juice. And uh, mm-hmm. he you know, wanted to get freckles so bad. <laughs> I, want, I didn't want them. Do, do y'all remember <laughs> Freckle Juice? Yes. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? It's that I think one of the problems is we've talked about this a lot on the show. You know, a lot of times bookstores, you know, they always want the new book, the new book. But this is a problem. Not every book it has to be new book. You can look at a book from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Exactly. I mean, that's 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 exactly. an issue. And I don't know how. You know, I think you know libraries. You know, they'll go like, oh, this is the new book. But what about all the other books? What about a book that's 30 years old? Who cares? You know, the story is a good story. So what would be the difference? You know, and, and that's, that's why I want our books to be hand-me-downs, passed down generation to generation, yes. just like the other yeah. books. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they may yes. love don't know that. You know, nobody knows. Right, exactly. And so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for children's books, it should not matter. It's yeah. a timeless favorite, It's a timeless message. Absolutely. My I love show. it. My, you were asking about favorites. My favorite TV yeah. show was Howdy Beauty because I had freckles <laughs> and he had freckles. And my brother and sister had freckles, and we all and we would sit in front of this circle of a TV. The TV was round, <laughs> like a circle, and it was black and white, and it was yes. about t- 
10 inches across, and you were in heaven, and you had to run home yeah. to see how to do it. And I got a spanking when I was little because we didn't have a TV, and I was over at a friend's house, and he, the first time I saw Howdy Doody on his TV that was small, and I got home late, and my mom and dad spanked me for and asked me where I was, and I said, well, I was watching Howdy Doody, and they go, who's that? And so <laughs> that, that was my <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, was the same way. For me, it was never a book. It was reading Rainbow. That was the my favorite oh, well, thing to watch yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, that was good. That um, was a good yeah, mm-hmm. my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you know, and I think that you know, if anybody gets, you know, this is what it is. It's about kids. It really is about kids now. So I think the more attention we pay to kids now, it'll help them get through this, and it'll help adults. <laughs> learn how to deal with their children who have not dealt with their children because they're busy working or out. So I think all in all, we, we should make some leeway with that for families, you know. And dance with yeah, them. Agreed. Dance with them. And, and do parodies, you know, for these songs for COVID. I mean, I've been doing that with mine. I dance with them and, you know, we have our mask on and we do parodies. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, we, yeah, we try well, to make it as lighthearted and that's and right. I think stuff, we, I mean, we, we talk about the you know, serious, we talk about it's going to, yeah. The last messages we are going to get through this. That's right. We are going to get through this. Just wear masks so that's a good thing. Well, absolutely. I say any way to go. I, would love, I, I had so do. much fun. And, uh, you know, anytime you want me back on, you let me know. I'll be glad to okay, stop Okay, I by. will. Oh, I do. I, you know, I do message people. Mandy knows that. <laughs> knows that. Yes, I love Marsha. <laughs> yes, thank you, Marsha. Okay. All right, everybody have a good day. All right, take care. Thank you, Marsha. Thank you, you too. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.